This is the Mark and Mark Show podcast. Uh, here we go. Now, here's Mark and Mark. Let's do it. Three days in a row. It's been beautiful in Chicago. It's been awesome. Amazing. This is why I love the city, because we get days like this after six months of crap. (laughs) It's amazing, man. We had like 90. We had 88, 86. Today was what, 82? Today actually felt a little cool. Mm -hmm, It did. But it's still a little humid. Yeah. But you know what? This is what I live for. I love this weather. That's why I'm saying if anyone has job openings in Florida, <laughs> I'm down there. I'll even do construction at this point. Wow. I'm ready to go. Nice. This needs to be like this all year round. I know. I welcome global warming. I welcome it with open <laughs> arms because you know what? When I'm dead and my kids are dead, right. it's really not going to affect us as long as my kids are okay. Yeah. Grandkids, I probably won't live to see them. So... <laughs> Why? Frankly, I'm just concerned about myself. Okay. I'm going to be selfish about it. All right. And I'm starting off this podcast in a crabby mood. Okay. I'm going to rant. Okay. So that's why I come off strong. Here, let me put the music down. Yeah. All right. Get it nice and we're talking over dry air, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> dry means nothing underneath. Mm. That's how she likes it. Well, I don't know where to begin, Mark Bretta. Let me so, just say this. I went to Nickelback two weeks ago. Right. If you don't like Nickelback, I was going to say that's fine, but no, it's really not fine in my book (laughs) because they're a great band and there are so many haters. They are actually, I looked on Wikipedia, they are the most hated rock band of all time. Hmm. Did you know that? I did not know that. Guys who sold 30 million albums are the most hated rock band of all time. Well, what's the reasoning for that? Oh, they say because they're not original. Well, really, because they write their own lyrics. They are original. Well, right. And number two, the big thing is, okay, you have the song Photograph, which a lot of people love or hate. You either love or hate the I song. I like that song. I love that song. Yeah. If you don't love that song, that means you've had a crappy life. <laughs> right. So you know what? Go back to your crappy life and don't <laughs> deal with me. But they say a lot of their songs sound the same. And you know what? They might, but hey. Let's look at the most successful music out there. Right. Yeah. But if you find a style, then, you know, if it's appealing, stick to it. Yeah. If you find the gold pot at the end of the rainbow where you can make hit records, they found it. They know how to make hit records. Right. Bottom line. Anyways, Nickelback show. The second, I said it was the greatest concert I've ever been to. Mm Mm-hmm. It's actually the second, because I was reminded that I went to Metallica when I was younger. Okay. Metallica puts on a great show. Hmm. Now, I'm not saying I like all Metallica music, and you know what? None of it's on my iPod. Hmm. But they put on the best show. Okay. Britney Spears puts on a great show. <laughs> now, these are called shows, right. concerts, okay? So it's not the fact that Britney doesn't sing everything live. It's a show. The presentation. We pay, yes, we are being paid to be entertained. Mm-hmm. Or we are paying to be entertained. Right. So, Britney is number three, Nickelback is number two, Metallica is number one. So, you've seen all three of these acts? I've seen all three. And the only reason that I'm putting Metallica above Nickelback, I guess Hmm. is because my ears were ringing for a full day after Metallica. (laughs) So, when I can walk out of a show, and I saw them at the same venue... Okay. So I got to do that whole comparison. Oh, I saw them both at the Allstate Arena. This was Allstate. Arena. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Metallica was at Allstate. Mm-hmm. Now, Nickelback, man, first off, they sing live every song. They wrote every song on their own. Mm-hmm. Number two, they have fire. Like, right, tons they do. of fire. Fire was awesome. They had fireworks mm-hmm. going off. Mm-hmm. They interact with the crowd in between every song, pretty much. Yeah. They shot beer off to the crowd. <laughs> 
And the place was jumping the whole time. Wow. I could not find one person that walked out of there and said I was disappointed. Hmm. So I'm going to go to every Nickelback show that I possibly can for the rest of my life. Okay. Go Nickelback. Nice. Team Nickelback. Nice. For sure. <laughs> also, I'd like to say that um, where was I just going to go? I don't know. On to my next thing. Let me tell you what <laughs> happened to me today, Mark Bretta. Okay. Uh, I'm a little sore. We had a softball game yesterday. Oh, yeah. How'd that you know, go? It's f- Okay. That's another reason why I'm wow. mad, too. Wow. Yeah. Our team's horrible. <laughs> oh, no. Horrible. How many teams are you on this season? Uh, two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. My B96 team? Yeah. Not good. Okay. We are not good. That's We're... why you picked... That's not. That's why you didn't post a picture of the team. You posted, like, the after party or whatever. Oh, that yeah. Was probably... And then I went and deleted that. I just had <laughs> it off. You? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't want to be reminded of yesterday. <laughs> Ugh. And it was a late night, too. We didn't... Wow. I didn't get home until 1145. Oh. But, hey, you know what? If you can't soar with the eagles, don't hoot with the owls. And what did I do today? And here's probably another reason why I'm PO'd. (laughs) I get into work, okay? Yeah, I wasn't hungover. I was fine. I woke up a little groggy, whatever. You know, we had some drinks afterwards. It was nice. You know, we all socialize. Mm -hmm. We went to O'Donovan's off Irving Park. Okay. Good little establishment. They have like 30-cent wings, good wings. Um, They give us uh, like three or four free pitchers of beer. Hmm. You know, so they hooked us up. Basically, our tab was like 100 bucks. Right. Guy cut it down to 30. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, James at O'Donovan's. Okay. If you're going to go to O'Donovan's, (laughs) go see James. Man, how do you work these deals? Dude, I work deals everywhere, man. I I need to know. I am the deal maker, wheel and deal, wheel of fortune, Pat Sajak. (laughs) I am the guy. Not really. All right. So, anyhow, let me go into this. So, I get to work, okay? I work. I do my job. I got there on time. Mm Mm-hmm. Then my boss didn't schedule anyone to run the board for the midday remote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Great. I had to work. I had to stay late. Now, you know, if I know I have to stay late, different right. ball game. Right. But when I'm anticipating, when I only got four hours of sleep, and I'm anticipating going home, taking a quick nap, and going to the gym on this wonderful day, mm-hmm. and it gets ruined for me, I'm a little mad. So I work till two. Okay? Right. Go home. I find out that... My roommate went to work this morning. Okay. My roommate Kyle, mm-hmm. <laughs> who I'm sorry, I hate to say this word in here. You're gonna hate me. Uh-huh. He's a dumbass. Okay. Okay. And I'm gonna say this a couple more times in here, and I, I will ask for forgiveness later. I'm sorry. <laughs> Does he listen? Uh, no, because okay. he's too stupid to listen. Okay. He wouldn't know how to do it. I'm serious. I'm mad. Oh, wow. I'm very mad right now. All right. He went into work today and got off his orange line and found a stray dog oh no now we already have a dog at the house that he can't take care of because he's not he's home he's gone for 12 hours a day right so the other roommate takes care of it she's leaving whose dog is the first one kyle's okay the other roommate takes care of it she's moving out in two weeks Mm -hmm. so we have a dog that he can't take care of he doesn't pay enough attention to it Mm mm-hmm so now we pick up, now I find there's a stray dog in my house. I don't like dogs, really. I don't like animals. I can deal with them maybe, but not this one. I don't want that dog, and I don't want a stray dog in my house. I'm no one's mad. home. No one's home then. You no, not in. at this point. Okay. Because I saw some pictures on Facebook. My one roommate gave it a bath in my shower, gave the stray dog a bath oh, in my shower. no. Okay. Now, I'm not even arguing with her because me and her are done. We're at wit's end. I've already had it out with her. Right. She's moving out. We're getting a new roommate in. 
I'm fine with this. I instigated all of it. Mm-hmm. So I come home to the dog in the cage. Hmm. I try to take a nap. All of a sudden, halfway through my nap, I hear yelping oh, no. and scratching and barking and nails on something. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, we all just went through the night that I had. I was at work all day. And let me go back to this story. My idiot roommate took home a stray dog. <laughs> right. So I wake up. I'm crabby. And I go in there. Now, about 30 minutes ago, when I was sleeping, I got woken up to my other roommate, the girl who's moving out, who's extremely loud. Right. And she's, I hear her in the cage. She's messing with the dog, comes home with her friend or something. Oh, man. And I heard her say the dog tore a bunch of stuff up in the cage. Mm-hmm. Like, Went through carpet, tore oh, up. Oh, no. There's a huge mess in my roommate's room, the, the, the guy, Kyle. Ugh. She leaves the house. She left. You, how are you going to leave a stray dog mm-hmm. in a cage right. after it already tore everything up? How are you going to leave the house? How are you going to do that? Like, take responsibility for your actions, kids. Like, And I don't even <laughs> want to talk to her. Like, We don't even talk at this point. Right. So when she came home, my other roommate had come home a few minutes before. Anyways, I'm going all over the place because I'm mad. I'm seriously mad. I need a drink. (laughs) I need a drink bad, dude. Oh, oh, and let's go through this too. I I told you how starving I am right now. Right. I haven't had, I I had two bowls of cereal all day, bro. Two bowls of cereal all day. We'll get something afterwards for sure. I know. I'm extremely hungry. And I'm sorry, like Mark, I'm sorry I'm ranting and all this, but, (laughs) and to the listeners, guys, I'm telling you, the story gets a little bit better. Okay. So... As I said, I got woken up by her. I fell back asleep, and I woke up again, and this was right before I came here. I go into the room because the dog is yelping again and doing all this stuff. And I go, and I smack the cage, and I'm like, quiet. (laughs) And I see all this stuff everywhere, dude. He went to the bathroom in the cage. The Mm. carpet's tore up. There's shredded things everywhere. Now, it's not my room, but it's the principal. Mm -hmm. We have a stray dog in the house. Mm Mm-hmm. So the girl who takes care of my other roommate's dog is moving in two weeks. Now, my roommate Kyle comes home and tells me he plans on keeping this dog. And I'm like, dude, you can't even take care of yourself. How are you going to take care of these two dogs? You're not home all day. Wow. So, guys, listening, what really? I, I straight up told him, I'm like, dude, I'm leaving. Like, I will leave this lease. Like, I don't care. I'm mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I will find an apartment. I will call the landlord and be like, look, my roommates decided to pick up a stray dog. There's hundreds of thousands stray dogs out there. You mm-hmm. know, my roommate's like, dude, have a heart. Bro, have a heart. Like, you want to have a heart? There's homeless people, too, out there, guys. Okay? Are you yeah, giving money to not... all them? Are we picking up all the dogs? Let's just bring every dog into our apartment that we can find. Let's just make it a puppy kennel of love. Yeah. No. No, dude. No, 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 no. I mean, no, can't no. he take it to, like, a shelter That's or what I said. I, yeah. As far as I I'm mean, concerned, let him live, run off the deck. See ya. <laughs> I don't care. It's not my dog. I don't have an... I don't have... Wow. Um, I don't have a relationship with it. I have right. no connection with it. Yeah. I don't care. But here's the thing. They know I don't like DJ, our other dog. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to bring home a second dog? Right. I can't I can't deal with this, man. Are animals allowed in this um, apartment? Yeah, you have to have permission. Okay. We moved in without notifying him of the first one. Oh, great. But, oh, he, the landlord's going to find out. I'm going to give them two, three days on this. Mm-hmm. Our rent's due on the 5th. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay my rent, and then I'm going to say, you know what, Giles? If you don't take care of this dog... Find someone to sublease my room because I'll be out at the end of the month, dude. Wow. I'm out. 
I straight up told my roommate, I'm like, dude, it's me or that stray dog you picked up. Well, I know you've been looking for a place. Yeah. Like, do you want to put a call out now? Maybe people know places. I, yeah, I, I want to live. I'm look. I want to live Lincoln Park area, Wrigleyville. I'm mm-hmm. looking for a studio by a nice bar by the red line or the blue line, or right. I mean red line or brown line, and a gym. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Drop us a line, markandmarkshow.com. Yes, please. <laughs> or you know what? Call me at eight four seven two six four zero five six. Guess the other number if you can get it. I don't care at this point. You have ten tries. You yeah. Go. You know what? Eight four seven two six four zero five six four. Give me a buzz. Wow. You want to talk? Give me a buzz. Wow. Yeah. Really? I, whatever. I'm mad, man. I'm mad. I'll help you think through this portion of the program, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> Dude. Wow. I'm flaming, man. I'm, I'm, I'm mad. That stinks. So let me ask you this. Hmm. Now, I, I didn't even talk to our my roommate, Lauren, because we don't talk. And I know... To, to Lauren and Kyle, Kyle thinks I'm heartless. He thinks I'm wrong. He thinks everything that he did is okay. Now, let me ask you a neutral mm-hmm. party. Right. Do I have any reason to be mad? Because they're making me out to seem like I'm crazy. They Listen, let me rephrase this. I don't like dogs. I don't like the dog we have now. They can't even take care of the... Like I said, Lauren is leaving. She's the one who takes care of the dog. Mm-hmm. Kyle's at work from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. at night, right. I have to take out DJ when Lauren's not there. Right. I'm already taking one dog out, right. which I refuse to do now because mm-hmm. crap in the room as far yeah. as I'm concerned. I don't care. Well, regardless of what they think of you or how you are, like I obviously am not going to pass judgment on you for that. Regardless of that, because you all live in the same place, there should be some sort of order yeah. or some sort of um I know. Uh, but they look at me like I'm crazy, up. Mark Brada. I know. I know. And they <laughs> I'm not going to pass judgment, but I kind of want to say that they're crazy too if they're going to do this yeah. without consulting you. Right. You know, I mean, how does um the other roommate feel? I mean, Lauren? does she yeah, could oh. she care less? Well, she's leaving, but oh, she would be up for keeping the dog. Okay. She would be up for it. Yeah. That the, the dog we have now is her best friend. <laughs> she would love she'd have a second best friend. Right. She loves that. So dog. you'd still be outvoted. Dude, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing is, I mean, honestly, I would just go to the top. I'm I'm going to go to the landlord and right. just end it. Right. Like, hey, get the dog out of here or I'm out of here. Yeah. You know? But I just feel like they should have asked you. That's mine. Yeah. And I'm that's unbiased. Who brings stray dogs home? Mm-hmm. I mean, Yeah. Okay. Guys, okay, if you I understand. I, do I feel bad for a dog without a home? Yes. But you know what? I don't have time to feel bad for a million of them. Right. That's the right. You have to pick and choose your battles in life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, there are great people that are homeless and don't have food and water either. Mm-hmm. So there are, you know. It, <sighs> I know. So you can't, for anybody that's thinking that I'm out of line on this, listen, I get that the dog is straight and it's homeless and, it, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's not my problem. Right. Not my problem. I wish you could see his face. This is like the face of, uh, it's not desperation, frustration. It's Dude, the face of frustration. I am mad. Yeah. I'm yeah. mad. I almost, almost went and put a hole through my wall today oh, with my hand. Oh, man. Wow. I almost did it. But I was like, you know what? I'm moving out here. I don't want to replace drywall. Right. Right. I'm so mad about this. <laughs> I'm so mad. Like, Kyle and I had this, like, the... We had a nasty conversation before I got home. When mm. he came home, it was uh, more calm. Yeah. Oh, so you've seen him? Oh, yeah. He came home 10 minutes before I left. Okay. 
Yeah, I had to talk to him for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we let the dogs out, and and I, I said what I said, and I said at the end of my conversation was, it's me or that thing. Mm-hmm. So you you pick. And if that thing can, if you can talk that thing into getting a job, dude, by all means, <laughs> charge him rent. Right. Dude, let him have my room. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He can scratch up anything he wants. Wow. I'm out. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I... I just, I, they literally, like, he he makes me feel like I'm completely wrong here. Like, there's mm-hmm. no, like, they don't see my, my side of it. Right. And the only reason why I don't see their side of it is because there are 100,000 other millions of stray animals out there. Like, mm-hmm. dude, it's not your job to, you know, pick these animals right. up. And, and that's the thing is I don't mind that in general. Like, if he has a good heart, I'm using air quotes, then great. Hey, yeah, and, and dude. I commend Kyle. They, dude, yeah. good for you for the thought. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. and then here's the thing, though. This is what I don't get. How is my other roommate, Lauren, going to leave the dog in the house? Like, when she already knew it was scratching stuff up, mm-hmm. how are you going to leave? Right. And then she came home probably 30 and minutes later. And didn't put it up, you mean? Like, didn't put it in a cage? Oh, no, no. Dude, all this damage it did was in the cage. Oh. Yeah, the floor underneath so the, floor the cage. That's... Yeah, mm. all scratched up. Have fun, wow. guys, when you move out with that. Right. Replace that piece of carpet, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. Because I'm not. Yeah. Maybe the dog knows how to install carpet. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ask him to help, because I'm not. Security deposit-wise, like, did each of you have to pay individually, or is it yeah, one you know bulk? What? I'm glad I did this. I paid a little less, because I pay a little less on rent. Mm-hmm. I paid a little less. As far as I'm concerned with this apartment, dude, he can keep my security deposit. I've been thinking this for a long time. Yeah. You're ready to be out. I'm out, man. Yeah. I am out. I cannot deal with these people. Kyle is like my second best friend. I love him to death. Mm-hmm. But dude's got some things he needs to work on. Mm-hmm. The other one, she's out. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm good. I just I, I need to move on my own. Yeah. Enough's enough. Dude, there's some people you can you can deal with and some people you can't. Some people were made to be in your life and some people were not. Yeah. But uh yeah, so I wow. I'm just mad. I'm mad. This is going to sound so bad, and if they hear it, whatever. Right. Well, can I transition to something that sort of relates to part of the earlier conversation? Sure. And I think it might help. And I know people, obviously, those are regular listeners, sort of know who you are. Oh, by the way, real quick, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, that's right. By the way, please go to Mm markandmarkshow.com, markandmarkshow.com, and email us. I'd I'd like your emails Mm -hmm. on this. Yeah, input on this topic. Help Mark find an apartment. <laughs> and what do I do? Am, am I heartless? Right. Well, see, that, that's, that's what I want to transition into. Go ahead. Is you talked about how there's all these animals that are stray. Yeah. But you also brought up the fact that there are a lot of homeless people. Yes. You've been working. Yes. At a homeless shelter. Yeah. Are you still doing that? Yes, I am. And how regularly are you doing that? <sighs> Once a week, okay. roughly. How's it going? It's going. Yeah. It's cool. I'm starting to get a little eh, with it because I need more time to do other things. Mm-hmm. I need to hit the gym, so I, I'm almost at the crossroads. Or I might take a little break here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm okay. I'm sorry. I did a little bit. Right. I helped out. Right. How's that experience though for you since you started? It's cool. I think I've learned everything I can learn at this point. Okay. You know, I've got the feeling. I, I have some understanding. I've had some conversations. I haven't been talking to too many of them like deep conversations. Mm-hmm. I just kind of been doing my own thing. I've been doing a lot of laundry and stuff and helping right. in the kitchen. Yeah. Um. I've built some. Great relationships with the people who work there. Okay. So, which is cool. Right. But uh, besides that, I mean, it's it's been fun. But yeah, I think I'm going to take a little detour with the summer here. And How just, much time do you spend when you're there? F- a few hours, two, oh, okay. three, four hours. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
Because they do, it's like 10 loads of laundry mm-hmm. they let in, so I'll usually do like eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you do need a break from things in general, yeah. I think. But oh, I'd yeah. encourage you to go back. You know, I'd like to see you go back or find something charitable to yeah. do, even if it's something of variety, for variety's sake. Right, right. I mean, I will. I'm not going to abandon it for the rest of my life, but I'm, I will help out. And, you know, I enjoy doing that kind of stuff because yeah. I have a freaking heart, ladies right. and gentlemen. Exactly. I have a freaking heart. I just, I just don't really like animals, man. Right. I just don't. What? Will I have a dog one day when I'm older? Maybe. You know, I just... <laughs> We'll see. I mean, if I, you know, I get married or whatever, I, you know, we'll see. Yeah. You know, I hate to say it. It kind of bugs me. There's only one dog that I've really liked. Mm-hmm. I've really liked, and it was my ex-girlfriend's dog. Uh-huh. This dog was cool, man. I forgot what kind of dog it was. Um, oh, it was like a, bi- uh, not a Doberman pincher, a miniature pincher. Oh, wow. Huh. And his name was Dutch. Hmm. Cool dog, man. Yeah. Ugh, did he bark? He was like, <laughs> me, 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 me. But for some reason, and I think it was probably because I liked her so much mm-hmm. that I just, you know, I, I fell in love with the dog too. Right. But man, did I love this dog. Like, I would call her back, can you bring Dutch over? Like, and this is me, the guy who just ranted about hating dogs. <laughs> I would be like, you know, Ashley, can you bring Dutch over? Can you bring yeah. Dutch over? Like, I love this dog. Like, I'd be like, hey, I'll take him out for a walk. Right. I'll pick up his crap. I mm-hmm. don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to like play fetch with them and give them like little treats. Dude, yeah. I used to love that stuff. Right. He's the only dog that I've ever liked. Yeah. I don't know why. Now, have you encountered, encountered other dogs that you... Don't mind? You, oh, and you know what else he would do? He would sleep, like, on my head, too. Yeah. Like, when he would spend the night, like, he yeah. wouldn't even sleep... Ne- he'd either sleep in the middle or he'd sleep towards me. Yeah. Which was cool. I think that this is just situational. Like, I don't think you hate animals at all, I, it's, in general. I don't, I don't hate animals. No, I, I know just, that. I dislike but this, them. But here... Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> dislike them. No. Yeah. No, I know, and hate's a strong word. I don't like yeah. using the word hate either. I don't hate them. But it's, I think this situation is just compounded by a bunch of different, it's layers and layers of things that are happening within the commune of your living situation, I think. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, this is you know, all just building up. This has been a long time right. coming. I mean, right. I mean, even at the beginning, if the guy brought home the dog, yeah, it'd still be wrong for not consulting you. It's situational. Yeah, and you know, I mean, this, I felt like a parent. Mm-hmm. I felt like when little Timmy brings a dog home and dad goes AWOL, mm-hmm. like, no, 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 right. you know? And he's not a little kid, my right. roommate. You know, it's harder to say no to a little kid and to explain these types of things to a little kid, but mm-hmm. dude, if you can't, you're gone 12, 14 hours a day, you can't take care of one, how are you going to take care of two? Right. How? Explain to me how that's going to happen. I, this is just a curious question. Yes. How old is he? Him? Yeah. 24 or 25. And where did he go to school or what is he doing now for a living? He works at a food, uh, what is it? They basically package foods. Okay. And that's his main job? Is he yeah. going toward anything else career-wise? There. Okay. He's lazy, dude. Anyone who listens to this podcast and you know Kyle, I don't even have to explain this to you. Everyone has the same opinion on him. I mean, dude, he is my boy. He's my second best friend. We've known each other for 10, 10 11 years. Okay. He knows that I'd pretty much jump in front of a bullet for him. Okay. And he would do the same for me. We've had some good times. Mm-hmm. I love the kid to death. He's lazy. <laughs> and I tell him this all the time. I, right. I'm not saying anything I wouldn't say to no, his face. right, exactly. He's lazy. Yeah. He's on the irresponsible side. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently he's got a great heart. Right. He likes picking up stray dogs and bringing them home. Yeah. Yeah. 
how do we know this dog doesn't have anything either? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, I mean, the dog's cool. Like he's he's calm. Like okay. when you let him out, like he was fine. He didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and I imagine the dog's got to be scared out of his wits, right? Not knowing where he's at. Yeah. But yeah, dude, how, how do we not know that this yeah. dog's a, how big is this dog? Small. Okay. He's probably he's under 15, 20 pounds. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I can't tell what it is. It looks like he. Kyle said the same thing. I was thinking, thinking it as well. It looks like there might be a tad bit of pit in his face. Okay, but um, he's white with like a few black spots, okay. like a black face. Yeah, he's not a bad looking dog. Right, right. By the way, like- if anybody wants this dog, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about there you it. Go. Email us, please. Markandmarkshow dot com. You have a few days because otherwise, this thing's going off the deck. In six feet under. <laughs> oh, no. Really? No, I'll no, just let him run don't away. Don't say that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> so that's that. Nice. On to the next thing. I guess I can talk about this. You know, you're gonna ha- you're gonna have to get a little personal on this podcast, Mark Bretta. Why is that? I don't know. I just I feel like I feel like I do all this talking and I feel like all <laughs> these stories, bro. We got to hear one from you. You got. I'm going to tell one more story. I'm going to have a conversation with you, mm-hmm. and then you're going to have to throw something out there for us. Because oh, wow. people are wondering, Mark Bretta. Yeah, you are. You're so mysterious. Do, do, do. You are just the man behind the mic, feeding into my problems of life. <laughs> you are the man behind the curtain. Wow. So the next thing I'd like to talk about, mm-hmm. and this is going to be crazy. You're going to think this is awkward for me to say this. Not awkward, but wow. Ah. Hmm. <sighs> So I'm on the bus on the way here, right? and I'm sitting behind this little girl. Mm-hmm. She's probably five, okay? Okay. I've decided, mm-hmm. A, I think I've kind of done a lot of thinking in the last few weeks. <laughs> Just the last few weeks. I'm not completely opposed to having a kid okay. anytime soon. Right. I'm not going to rush into it. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Like, you talk to me, I'm like... Anti kids, mm-hmm. you know, like not now. I'm not ready for it. Uh-huh. I just kind of would like to skip the first two years, <laughs> if I could. But that, that really is the best time, though. I want them to be able to talk once they get to like this little girl. Like she was like facing me. Oh wait, I guess here I've decided this. Hmm. I'd like a son. I always said I wanted a son, mm-hmm. but I think I want a daughter. Okay. I think I'd like to. If I could pick, I'd like to have a daughter. Mm-hmm. Because I think I'll have a bond with a girl. Right. Like, I think I think for some reason, like, if I have a daughter, just the way I am and the way that I talk and the way that I handle myself, mm-hmm. I really think that my daughter would really look up to me. I really think, for some reason, I foresee this. Mm-hmm. I really do. But this little girl, like, turned around, you know, and she's, like, got this little, she's got a little bag and stuff, like, in this book. And she's, like, showing me all these things. Like, she's just looking at me. Cute little girl. Like, the... Mm-hmm. Beautiful little girl, dude. She's, right. She seemed so cool. Yeah. She was like, she looked like she was Mexican and like she almost looked like she was a little Indian. Hmm. Like, and I mean, not Indian as in like India. I mean, yeah. like Indian. Like Native like American. Cherokee. Yeah. yeah. Native American. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Did, I, is that, did I just rip on them by saying Indian? Sorry. Native <laughs> American. Right. I'm just flustered right now, man. That's okay. So I don't know, dude. I think it'd be cool to have a girl mm-hmm. because. They can still play sports. They can't play football. Yeah. Well, they could, but my girl's not going to play football. <laughs> She's going to play know. maybe softball. I right. mean, realistically, I'll let her do whatever she wants, mm-hmm. you know, as far as mm-hmm. sports and stuff. 
Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Like she's like got these drawings. She's like showing. She has no clue who I am, and she's just looking at me in this way, yeah. you know. And I was yeah. just like. If I could take you home, mm-hmm. here I am talking yeah, about Shannon. Right. <laughs> if I could take you home, not in a creepy way. Yeah, uh-huh. no, no, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Right, oh, dude, I know totally. On. But yeah, uh, I don't know. And you know, she's talking, and I don't know. It's just she just seems like a cool little kid. Yep. I just think I'm like I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, like I kind of think I want to. I want to raise a kid. I want. Yeah. I want to. I th- I could do it. Hmm. I know I could do it. I could point them in the right direction. Right. But yeah, yeah. there's nothing wrong. Not I don't want to say wrong. There's nothing. Um, different in the desire to have a boy or a girl. I mean, you're totally right about having a girl because they're, I mean, I've told you about the kids who are in my life, whether they're family or people I consider family. Right. And my niece is, and and this is totally biased at the same time, even if I was unbiased, she is one of the most adorable little girls. Mm. Smart, talkative, you know, uh, knows how to act properly, very polite, I wish you could meet her. I hope at one point this summer. That, How old is she? She's four. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, she's right at that age where she's just starting to learn things, mm-hmm. and she's intrigued and right. curious about yeah. life. And I mean, we're on the webcam every once in a while, just talk because they live out on the East Coast in Virginia. Oh, okay. And so we're on the webcam, and she totally knows what to do with on the computer, where to look, how to interact. What's yeah. going on? Well, and kids these days are smart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. You know, and so that's why it's like the first, it's really the first um, girl in the family, as far as that generation, you know, nieces, nephews type thing, you know. And then I've had, you know, I have close friends who have kids. And I think for the most part, their first born have been daughters. And I love these girls, you know, amazing personalities. And, uh, but then my brother then had a boy last year and and I don't know because I don't know about like what you just said if you'd have the girl first and then the boy I don't want to say orders or whatever but it's not any less exciting obviously for parents to have children no matter what but this boy is just a hilarious little kid yeah loves to laugh loves to smile yeah that's cool and that's the thing is like (laughs) this is probably horrible for me to compare but it does for me it does depend on the children on whether or not I'm going to get along with them I do not love all children. <laughs> no, neither do I. You know, and I don't, again, what I was going to say is it's almost like the earlier situation. It does depend on an animal, too, and I'm not comparing children and animals, but it's just yeah. demeanor because all the kids that are in my life, I absolutely love. Okay. Well, that's good because if they're yeah. in your life, you, I hope yeah. you have some type of love for them. Right. 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 And so, yeah, but I could see what you're saying. Yeah. About having a girl. I mean, I guess, you know, having a boy or a girl first, going back to that, there's positives for both. If you have a daughter first, mm-hmm. then you have the boy, you're, pro- you're, you're hooking your boy up to have some older, the older sister that mm-hmm. has some hot friends, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. The little bro is going to get hooked up. Right. He's always going to be he's going to be taken care of in school because you don't want to mess with you know if 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 here let's say this okay if I have two kids if I have a daughter and a, and a first and then a son mm-hmm. if I have a daughter and she's a good looking girl yeah then she's going to have good looking friends mm-hmm. and she's going to be have a lot of friends as well you know yeah. and she can set it up for my boy coming yeah. up you right. know because if everybody likes the girl in life you know dude. His his map is written for him. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You're right, laughing, but I'm, right. it's true. Yeah. You know, I would have loved to have had an older sister uh-huh. who was like good looking and popular. Dude, set me up. 
Because then I can, then I can hang out with her friends. You know, you know more girls that way. You get what I'm saying? I'm sure that's exactly, exactly <clears throat> what my way. brother and best friends do not want to hear oh. about their children. Well, okay, you have that, and then you have, um, if you have the boy first, mm-hmm. and you have a good, you say you have a good-looking daughter, but the boy is older. Yeah, he protects his right. protects his little sister. Right. Yeah. So, and I think it would be regardless, you know, depending on how close in age they are, even if the younger brother. He'd step up. Oh, yeah, if yeah. they were. Right, yeah. of course. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, I yeah. don't know. That's, a good, that's, that's what they want to hear. <laughs> good. Glad I could help. That's my twisted way of looking at life. That's the way I, I think of things. Wow. I'll tell you what. If I have kids, man, these are going to be some interesting kids. Mm-hmm. First of all, my wife is going to I really wonder what. I wonder who I'm going to marry, man. I, she's going to be crazy, dude. <laughs> she's going to have to put up with a lot of stuff. Right. Very interesting. You ever think about stuff like that? I have, yeah. Just wonder, man. Like, yeah. You always wonder. <laughs> what's it? I, I, I've been doing a lot of thinking about my future. Yeah. And I just, I wonder, man. I wish I could get a snapshot. Yeah. Of my future. Right. I wish I could. Yep. But. But day to day. We have to live day, day to by day. Day to day, my friend. Mm-hmm. Day to day. And at this point, I'm going to be 50 and single, so it's all good. <laughs> That's not horribly bad. But I would probably look into possible adoption if i never get married huh i may okay i may yeah. i may but here's the thing is i know this is wrong but you know what if i'm gonna do it i want to do it the way i want to do it mm-hmm. and this is nothing against any other race mm-hmm. or whatever but i want a kid who looks like me <laughs> right i dude i i just yeah. i don't want to adopt a filipino kid or a spanish kid you know or a black kid it's not because i don't like them right. it's that's, that's not right. okay i just have that's to stress right. that's your personal preference yeah, i just i want a blonde-haired blue-eyed kid yeah that's all yeah. i want one that's fine there's nothing wrong with that because then i guess it would make me feel like it's more mine i don't i mean i'm still gonna say it's mine you know yeah. it's yeah. my it, i'll consider it my blood right. but right. i don't know i just it's got to be a little different when you're an adopt uh, a parent who's adopted mm-hmm. adopted a kid yeah you know, because yeah. you're never going to have that hundred percent connection. You're just not, because it's not your child. And th- I should, yeah, let's back, not a hundred and ten percent. It's yeah. there's, you know what? Actually, it's, no, no, I, I won't back up on that. No, I know. it's it's different, right? You're, but see, it's all in how you handle that. Like right. again, it's your it's your mode of operation. It's the way right. you would handle right. if you did adopt a child. That was different culturally. I guess in the back of my head, yeah. It, it, like, folks, don't get me wrong. I know I'm coming off sounding bad at some points here, but if I adopted a kid, mm-hmm. it's my kid. Yes. Yeah. It's my heart and soul. Right. Yes, it's my blood, but it didn't come from me. So, in the back of my head, right. that thought will always be there, just like that's, in the kid's head. Right. It's always going to be there. But that's this is not my real parent. Right. I think that's something, though, that you'd have to train your brain to understand. Yeah, of course. Because that's something that probably would have to be removed Oh, well, somewhat. Yeah. And I know there's going to be the dealings. There's probably going to be a time and place where, you know, you or the child and or the child will have to deal with that. Um, information. Right. But there's no question about the love that these parents have for their children. You know, like my buddy adopted a child from the Philippines. Oh, okay. Adorable little guy. Great. Good for them. Thank you. you. Know? That's great. And um, and I know how they feel about him. They and the cool, Right. And the cool part is, is there's no hiding. They don't want to hide the fact that he's adopted. Well, I it's wouldn't like, go around telling anybody. Well, and 
and it's obvious, you know. Oh, are they like wh- they're, they're white? They're white? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. yeah. And unless it was the mailman's, right? <laughs> right. Sorry. Yeah, but I mean, and but but they're almost proud of that fact. Like they're they're considering being advocates for adoption, and um, they're they've kept track of his heritage, like the the where they adopted him from, kept a little a uh, birth book before they adopted him officially. And so they want him to know his heritage at the same time know that they're his parents, mm. 100%. You know? Cool. Yeah. And I'm going to see them in a couple of weeks. Oh. They're, the, they're the trip that I didn't get to take a couple of weeks ago. Oh, out northeast? Yeah. So I'm going to do that Great. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Nice, man. Yep. Well, I'm happy for you. Thank you. That'll be good. That'll be a week off for me. <laughs> right. Exactly. What's, what else is going on, Mark Breda? Oh man, I've been working crazy hours for the past week. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the uh, if there's legal things about it, but I've had five twelve-hour work days. Yeah, it's Are been you hourly. Crazy. I am. Do they pay you overtime? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Cash yeah, that check. Exactly. There you Definitely. go. Go buy yourself something nice. Right. Right. And I'm gonna. That's <laughs> probably how I'm gonna pay for this trip. <laughs> Oh, well, hey, dude, then it's all worth it. Yeah, exactly. Nice. But it's been just a crazy week. I haven't had time to really think about anything. And uh, so I'm I'm still sort of recovering from that. You know, I'm just dragging. Yeah. You know. Man, I'll tell you what. You know what I need? I need a vacation. Mm-hmm. I need one bad. Um, I just, I, I want to go somewhere. I want to, uh, I need to get on a plane. I haven't been on a plane. Okay, I went to New York. Mm-hmm. Two years ago to see a Yankees game. I flew there, met my dad at Yankee Stadium, right. watched the game, and we drove back in his truck. He drove up from South Carolina to New York to meet me, and he drove back to Chicago. He hung out here for a month. Mm-hmm. Before that, I've not been on a plane since 2005. Wow. Dude, I need to get the F out of Dodge. <laughs> like, I need to go. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm I'm paying some things off right now, but I need, dude. I need to get on a plane, and I need to either a go to Tampa. Mm-hmm. I need. I love. I want to go to Phoenix, mm-hmm. Arizona. I mean, somewhere in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, what am I talking about? Never mind. I went to Vegas. Okay. In 2008. <laughs> what am I? <laughs> but I still, forgot. that's two years ago. Have you not gone anywhere? Uh, not for not two even years. a road trip drive somewhere. Uh I went to St. Louis for a long I period of time. I went to Champagne, and then St. Louis. It was like four days. Okay. Did it seem vacationish though? No, I need to. I, I need to go somewhere nice. Like, <laughs> right? I just. I need to go somewhere to Tampa. Somewhere you can clear your mind and yeah. not think about what's going on here. Like, I know this sounds bad, but I want to go somewhere where it's nice and warm, and I can just sit down and drink like thirty beers with a friend and just get belligerent <laughs> and just not. I don't want to hear the words B. The numbers nine, <laughs> six. I don't want to hear shit. Call go. Podcast, <laughs> dude. I will not listen to the radio. Actually, I probably will listen to the radio if I'm out no, there. Because yeah. everywhere I go, I listen to the radio. Right. But I just want to get out of Dodge. Right. You know what I want to do? I think it'd be fun. I have a few girlfriends, but I was thinking, I just want to like find a girl mm-hmm. and just go somewhere, like fly somewhere. And mm. I have a few that are up for this because we've had some discussions. Okay. I just want to like get on a plane and go somewhere. Hmm. You know. Okay. Just. Go somewhere. Yeah. Like, get out. And, like, just go have a good time. Right. I need one so bad, man. 
<clears throat> a trip, you mean? Yeah. Okay. No, I, I just don't want, need a girlfriend. I want to clarify everything you that. said in the last oh, thirty cool. seconds. I'm yeah. Cool on that. Yeah. Yeah. And when you say you have a lot of girlfriends, you have a lot of friends who happen to be girls. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just wanted you know, someone might jump into this episode and be like, "What a player!" Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that you're not <clears throat> in that mode anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Walk with a fine. Speak with a fine line, my friend. I need to just define everything I say and that I know about you. <laughs> But yeah, I just, I, I don't know, man. I just, I want to get out of town. You know, yeah. if you guys, if you guys are listening and you've had some good vacations, let me know. Hit us up, markandmarkshow.com. Hit yeah. us up on the email. It'd be great. Give us some ideas of where to go just to get away. I mean, oh. I guess I should say I, I'm willing to go anywhere really, but Nashville is like my favorite town. Hmm. Yeah. I like Nashville. Uh, I, like I said, Arizona would be great. California would be nice. Florida, mm-hmm. any one of those places I'm up for, but right. sh- give us a shout or give us an email, whatever. And um, I still, I need a raise. That's really what I need. Yeah. Matter yeah. of fact, you know what? I've been talking to my boss. I'm, uh, I'm supposed to get one here soon, but I've decided that tomorrow would be a good day. Now we had this conversation about two months ago and he told me around June, July, I think uh, I'm going to go in there tomorrow mm-hmm. and I'm going to say, Todd, time has come. My friend, the time has come. Because mm-hmm. I've pretty much just had it. Yeah. And you know what I've really been discussing or thinking about and pondering? Mm-hmm. Discussed with a few people. And I'm just throwing this out there. I don't care. I'm almost to the point now. I might consider leaving radio here very shortly. Wow. I might just pack my stuff mm. and go. Or I might just quit altogether. And this is going to sound so stupid and so juvenile. Mm. But I feel like I'm, there's a path, and I, I think internally, I think I'm very street smart, and I think I know myself very well, and I'm very intelligent about how this world works, mm-hmm. and I'm smart. I can talk to people. I know how to work things. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm just I can all I can get around. Mm-hmm. I almost feel that I would like to go and work in a bar. It has nothing to do with drinking. Right. It has to do with. The way I am as a person. Yeah. You can make great money. Mm-hmm. I can move up into management. Mm-hmm. Maybe eventually own my own bar, which I think I'd be really good at running a bar. But I kind of want to do this. What are the adva- other advantages of that? Because there's other things you can go into management about, climb the ladder. But what is appealing I think, about... I think, appeal- I think it's dealing with people. Mm-hmm. It is a people job. That is your job is to make people happy. And I can do that. You know mm, what I'm saying? Right. Not by just giving them an extra shot. No. But the things that I, I can talk about anything with anyone at any time, any place. Right. It's the relationship, even if it's just that night. Yeah. It's the, it's the connection. And I'm more of a, a night person. I'm not saying that, you know, I know not, you know, sometimes you got to get in there early to a bar, but generally you're not getting in there before 10. Mm-hmm. But I like staying up till 4 a.m. I right. like that. I like being a night hawk. Like, that's just the way I am, man. I'm built like that. And it's not because, I mean, dude, I'm getting older. Like, you know, most people you think like, hey, you know, you're going to want to grow out of that. Like, dude, I am a night hawk, man. This waking up at four, right? this is, it is ruined, man. It's ruined me. It's it's taken a toll on me. And I think, I think if I were to get a substantial raise, mm-hmm. it might change me because I'm starting to get a little angry, you right. know, because I know there's people at that station making a lot of money uh-huh. and I'm doing a lot of work and I'm going to step out and say I work harder. Oh, I know. Believe and me. I'm getting paid. 
At but some points, I'm getting paid $100,000 less than some other people. $100,000 less. Yep. And you can tell by the inflection that I am on board with you on yeah. that and that oh, I'm yeah. in the same situation. Oh, yeah. Now, I love what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go back and say I don't love what I do. And, you know, I have friends who are making good money, too, and it's just like, you know what, dude? I have put so much time and effort mm-hmm. into being a part of this radio station and being in radio. Mm-hmm. I've given it my all. Yeah. Like, I've given it my all. Yeah. And and this is it. Like, this is the real turning point. Yeah. Uh, like, do you feel like there's no holding out? Like, can you wait? How much even more can just, I hold out? Well, that's what I mean. I don't know. That's I what I mean, because you are at, I mean, honestly, you are at your dream job. Like, I, I mean, knowing you for these past few years. I am. You're at the place where you envisioned yourself. I know. When you went into radio. I told people before, man, when I was in high school that I was going to be doing this. Yeah. I just had a guy Facebook me from high school. He heard me on the air, and he's like, bro. He's like, it's so crazy to hear you in the air. I'm so happy for you, man. Mm-hmm. You used to talk about B96 all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, keep going, dude. I'll yeah. tell you what, man. Dude. It's just, I just want to know how how much. How, how much more can I take? Right. And how worth it is it to you? It's and, worth it, man. I it's Dude, it's my heart and soul, but I don't I, I, I don't know, man. I'm at that point. I know. like. And here's the funny thing. I'm asking you those questions. One of my buddies is listening to this right now, mm-hmm. and he is probably laughing because I'm basically preaching to the choir. Oh, yeah. You're doing the opposite. And you I know. preach to the choir as well. Yeah. He gave you that same spiel? Right. Yep. Right. And I give this same spiel to everybody. Right. And it's, I'm trying to be encouraging at the same time. It's very hard to take that advice. It is. For me. You know. There just comes a point where... You know, I gave it my all, mm-hmm. and I, know. I mean, I know. you know, and, and, you know, Todd and Eric, my bosses, I know they have love for me, and, like, one of the guys that works with me, we were at the bar last night after softball, he was like, dude, like, you know, Todd and Eric, like, they almost love you as a son, like, they look after you, like, they they like you, you know, mm-hmm. dude, they like me, but like doesn't pay my bills, and, <laughs> right. like does, right. and, and the thing is, I've been, here's the thing, let me really get real with you, when I was part-time, I was making more than what I'm making now, and my responsibility has mm-hmm. gone up 400%. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. I was making more money running the mix shows overnights on the weekends mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. producing a Market 3 B96 morning, morning show. show. I'm making less money, yeah. and dude, I, I they've... I've learned so much from my consultant and my program director and from Jay and Julian and mm-hmm. Shelly and Tony, our other producer. I've learned so much from them. Uh-huh. But it's cool because Jay and Julian, and I know, like, Steve, he knows I'm in the studio. Tony mm-hmm. Tony answers the phones, takes care of the podcast. Mm-hmm. He's got his roles. And, I mean, he submits a lot of ideas, and it's great. And Jay's a host. Julian's a host. Shelly does our entertainment thing. Our consultant consults us and gives us great ideas. Steve Reynolds is the man. He's mm-hmm. great at what he does. Mm-hmm. Todd, our program director, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Eric isn't so much associated with the morning show because it's kind of like Todd's baby, mm-hmm. our head guy. Right, right. But, dude, I'm in that studio, and Jay and Julian, I've said it, like, Jay especially, Jay's like, dude, you run this show. He's like, you run this show. Like, yeah. like I'm. I, they do they, – I'm the man behind the scenes, like, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm not patting myself on I the back. Say, I, 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 I know, I don't mean it like that. Right. But dude, like, when decisions are to be made, like, they turn around and say, "Mark, what should we do?" Like, mm-hmm. and I I never knew any. I would have never guessed that I would have known how to do any of this. Right. But I know, and mm-hmm. I'm good enough, man, and I know enough to where I can go somewhere else if there was an opportunity. The thing is, radio is so hard. Mm-hmm. But dude, I'm so full of knowledge right now that it's unbelievable. And 
it just so it makes me so mad that I know how to do everything at that station, mm-hmm. but I get paid the least. I know. <laughs> Come on, like Believe I'm me. just I'm just asking for a little bit. Of, like I just want to get by. I want to stay in Chicago. I right. want to be at B ninety six. Right. But dude, I need some money. It's man. the mix of the it's the mix of the acknowledgement financially and the and the recognition of capability. And at least for me, like I know I think that the people at your radio station acknowledge your capabilities, but I think they're they not. Do. It's not re- right, but it's not reflecting financially right for me i think i've lost both of those as far as the people that it matters to oh yeah well i mean i have people around here so you're saying people are doubting your work and what you know they don't acknowledge it okay they don't acknowledge uh, okay it. I'm, so, I'm sorry yeah. yes yeah i mean because i have people as far as co-workers who will tell me i mean i have a nick again not being cocky not patting myself on the back like you, you said too but i mean i have a co-worker Who's a host on on one of the shows here? Okay, and my nickname for him from my nickname from him is Utility Man. Like he, every time he sees me, he's like Mark the Utility Man. That's good. Yeah, but what's that going to do? He has no no um, pull as far so he acknowledges my capability. But what's that to do with with me going anywhere else within this organization? Nothing. And I and he and he's willing to tell people, but right now, especially in the state of things, you know, whether it had to do with the economy or things building back up, there's nowhere else here to go at the moment. Right. And, I, and I'm not desirous of anything right now at the moment. Well, that's why you and I are in the same position because that's the same thing as mine. My bosses know what I want to do, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know, they, they I want their jobs. Yeah. And right. The, these two are Todd Kavanaugh and Eric Bradley have been in radio. Todd's been in radio for. Yeah. 28 years. Yeah. Kate and I he, mean, I knew Todd yeah. back in the day. And Todd has been running B96 for 20 years. Mm-hmm. B96 is in market three, folks. Mm-hmm. B96 is a very successful station. People all over the country know B96. Mm-hmm. Todd is the man in radio. Right. Todd is probably the one in the top 10 most respected people mm-hmm. in radio. Mm-hmm. Eric Bradley. The assistant program director and music director at our station has one music director 12 years or 12 or 13 years. He's been doing it for 15. Mm-hmm. Dude, he he's he is best friends with Mariah Carey, and, and some people say that he has the best ears in the business. Mm-hmm. There are people that email Eric, like uh, The Dream, and <clears throat> these, you know, have you heard of The Dream? I don't think so. Uh-uh. He's a very big producer, okay. and he's got a few songs out. But he personally calls Eric and sends him his music. Yeah. Dude, the dream, everyone who wants to be a producer mm-hmm. is like, the dream is awesome. Right. And the right. dream is calling Eric Bradley to say, dude, what do you think of these tracks? Does he produce for Mariah? The, dream, no? the yeah. dream has done a okay. song with Mariah Carey. And, I'm sa- and I just wanted to clarify that that he literally knows Mariah. Eric knows Mariah personally. Dude, it's no, not just a name-dropping thing. They are literally friends. They are best friends. Yeah. yeah. He, when she comes here, she goes to his house. Yeah. When she, yeah. Dude, when he goes to her shows and goes in the hotel, and dude, they, I've, been, I've been in his office when mm-hmm. he's gotten a phone call from her. Like, he's, hey, bro, yeah. we're in the middle of a conversation. Oh, oh one second, it's Mariah. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> dude, are you kidding me? Right. Freaking right. Mariah Carey is like, oh, dude, I, what? Yeah. What? Have you met her? I haven't. She okay. came, she came to the, the one time she came to the station, she's been in town a few times, but you know, Eric, I mean, he's yeah. not going to bring out the, the posse to, I mean, I'm sure if I was like, hey dude, when Mariah's in town, do you think if I could meet her, you think it'd be cool? He would be fine with it. He would probably do it. 
because he knows I can handle. I'm fine, you know, dude. I, you meet one, you meet a million. No, you know what I'm saying. But I haven't. The one time she came here and they had a big party for at the station, Mm -hmm. I was in Decatur. (laughs) I went to Decatur to get away. Oh, so that was like three years ago when her album came. One of her albums came out. But yeah, I mean, whatever. So yeah. My my point is, and and I've learned so much from these guys, and 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 it makes it hard because I'm. And Julian tells me this all the time. Same with Jay. Is the problem is, you know, now I'm at B ninety six, one of the biggest stations in the country, and I'm trying to to move up to management. Right. You know, dude. How, you, and that's what I mean. Now that goes back to that question I asked earlier about is, how how worth it is is the wait. Well, Mark Bretta, how worth it is is it to you? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I know. <sighs> If you got Todd's job, would you give me Eric's job? <laughs> well, I, I don't, there's no way I could ever, the only way, I, and, and I've already, and it, you know, I've had this conversation with Todd. Yeah. There's no way I could ever get his job at this point. Right. I have to go Eric's job, then right. maybe Todd's right. job. No, that makes maybe. Sense. Yeah. But you know, dude, they, they are not going anywhere for I a while, know. That's you know? True. So, I mean, and Todd has told me, Todd's told me this before, dude, you, you know, and this was pretty much before the morning show started. Mm-hmm. He'd still let me go. Yeah. Well, he'd have no choice but to let me go. There was one time when I got offered a job in Florida mm-hmm. to be nights and music director. Yeah. And I sat down, and this was when I was producing Julian's show at night. Mm-hmm. And I went into Todd's office and I said, Todd, do you think I should take this job? I got offered this job. I'm going to be real with you. Yeah. Because he's that cool about it, you yeah. know? And he was like, man, he's like, how much are they paying you? And I was like, well, roughly the same amount I'm making here. And he's like, well, you know, I told him the market, and he's like, you know what, dude? He's like, I would stay here. He's like, I'm not the guy to tell someone to stay because I want you to stay. Mm-hmm. He's like, of course I want you here for my own good. Yes, because you do everything <laughs> for me. He's like, you know what you're doing. But yeah. he's like, honestly, not this one. Not this one. <laughs> and then, you know, there was a time after that when, you know, we had a, a good conversation. And he was like, bro, he's like, you got to. He's like, just. And this was before the morning show, as I said, but he was, you know, he started saying, hey, dude, look for these small market. He's like, you got to go to a small market first, then come back, yeah. you know, be it, but make sure it's a PD gig. But I can't get a PD gig unless I'm a PD or, you know, it's very hard right. to get those. Right. But uh, anyways, man, I know we're, we're low on time and I don't want, you know, we're starting to get, I'm sure we've bored the heck out of everybody. <laughs> and I said heck because we're in Mark's studio. Ooh, I just felt a breeze through the studio. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Hey, do we have enough time? I, I want to do this. It's illegal. I don't care. Do we have enough time to throw in a song I think here? we can make time. Okay. We're going to play a song for you. Guys, sit back. I, this is a song that anyone can relate to. It's a great song. It's just, it's a cool song. Mm-hmm. It's by Rehab, and it's called Welcome Home. It's brand new, and we're going to throw it on the end of the podcast. So enjoy the song, and uh, we will talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, visit us, markandmarkshow.com. See right. ya. Welcome home where the faucets drip at night. Welcome home where the screen door don't hang right. Welcome home the only place you'll ever fight because you love over and over again. Chicken on the grill, hole in the wall where I got ill. Coming home late, smelling like a still. And mom waited up to get in my grill. I swear my dad got me becoming a man. Came to bail money, did the best he can. A cross on the wall, a Bible on the table. Under a full moon, drinking a black label. Standing on a screen, then pouring.
horse that lane, chief in the good leaf, feeling the breeze. Mama said every day hit your knees and give thanks at your life. Take it to the house, take it to the house, take it to the ticket to the ticket, well go home the falls is drift at night, well go home where the screen go don't hang right, well go home the only place you'll ever fight because you love over and over again. Think about the years, troubles of the world don't matter here. Talk about Chevrolets over a beer and don't gotta what I hear because you know it's all said in love. Sometimes push he comes a shove and we forgive, but we don't forget. And it's okay to be full of it. Cause we all know who we messing with. Car in the auto blown by weeds. I remember when I used to climb that tree when I was young and dumb. Take it to the house, take it to the house, take it to the ticket to the ticket, well, go Where the falls is drip at night, well, go Where the screen door don't hang right, well, go The only place you'll ever fight because you love Over and over again. What a beautiful day, looking back and thinking about the people that are missing. You hear them in the Trees, if you listen, some are in the ground and some are in prison. Now I remember mama hanging clothes on the line. Way back before I opened my mind and got hip to the guild, hard times and fear. 